Welcome, Sacramento soccer fans, to a special edition of State of the Republic podcast. I'm your host, Luis. As usual, we got Sharon and Jared joining us for this interview. Uh, so, Sharon, how's it going? It's going great. Can't wait to get into the interview. I love this player. So, this special interview, I hear he's gotten some recent honors with the league uh, fairly recently. I mean, not, not just all the, the braces that he scored, but I hear he got player of the week this round. So this is going to be a very interesting interview. Definitely looking forward to it all. Yeah, it was perfect timing to actually uh, have him on the podcast too. And it just worked out that way. I guess that was reverse podcast magic in a sense. <laughs> Tampa is listening in again. They're, they're, they're playing NSA to our podcast. They know what's up. This is not their first time. <laughs> As we promised in the past episode... And, and we're really glad that we're able to make it work here. We're in different time zones, but awesome how we, we were all able to hop on at the same time. want to welcome to the podcast a really awesome player that we all know from back in the early Psych Republic days and back in, I should say, 2015, 2016. He's been here on the podcast before. It was about like two years ago, back when he was about to debut with El Salvador in the Gold Cup. And he scored a few goals after that. And I remember making the comment that, you know, we we bring that podcast magic just like we did with <laughs> Bijev back in the day too. So uh, it's that's a thing for sure. I think we have like guests and then they do well in uh, future episodes too. But uh, welcome, Joaquin Rivas. How's it going, man? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? And thanks for having me as as, as always. It's a pleasure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Always happy to be able to talk to a player, especially when you're about to play against us. Too. <laughs> I know last time uh, we were just uh, talking Sac Republic memories and El Salvador memories and all that. But yeah, now you're you're on the other side. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. On, he's on the dark side and it's not the Miami with Messi. Oh, my God, Joaquin, you have to talk about that. Because if you've read any of the <laughs> yeah, this this we got to just clear this up right away. Joaquin, does Messi play for your Miami club? <laughs> the amount of times we've gone that, especially in the airports, like <laughs> where's Messi? And we've gone to the point that we go with the flow. We're like, oh yeah, he just took his private jet. Like, you know, he'll he'll be over there or whatever. Like we just go along with it. Or he's my roommate, like this and that. Like it's just like people sometimes just have no common sense. But you know, it's all it's all fun and jokes and stuff like that. But it's just like, come on. <laughs> like you really think he would be like at a public airport like this? You know, like <laughs> I do have a question along those lines too. So, you know, yeah, of course, Inter Miami just signed Messi just a few months ago. And I want to know how did that affect your guys' attendance? And also, like, how has the craze been? You've been right there in Miami, and I know they play like in the outskirts, but still, like, how how's it all been right there? As far as like our attendance, it didn't affect us at all. I mean, I think. Our attendance is pretty poor, which is kind of sad, you know, because obviously, like, compared to Sacramento, which is one of the best ones in the USL, like, you always want that, like, that that fan base and whatnot cheering you on and whatnot. It, it makes it more enjoyable and stuff like that, having an environment like that. But I think for Inter Miami, it's it's outstanding. I think I've never seen anybody, like, that many fans at, at that stadium. So props to them. And then you know, hopefully it could carry on like that once they move into the, the stadium in Miami. 
it's too bad that you don't get some of the spillover fans, you know, just like, oh, yeah, we have soccer in our town. So what's this other club? But, you know, yeah. <laughs> sometimes USL yeah. gets a little bit of the the short stick. I kind of want to guide us to something, a recent accomplishment. We had talked about it offline just before. But, dude, player of the week? What the heck? Tell us everything, how that made you feel. I mean, you know, you you also got team on the team of the week, but then you got player of the week. I picked it up, threw it on social, and we threw it on our podcast social media as well. Talk us through that. I mean, no, it's always it's always nice seeing those accomplishments, accomplishments, you know. But I think it comes from a team effort as always. I think in that game, especially, it was we talk about it all the time. We're playing like finals every single game, and. And that game was one another crucial one that we we went away and then and now you know it's in our hands again to 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 play against Sacramento this weekend and then you know we're gonna go there to try and win we're we're going there with a positive state of mind and it comes down to that last game to against Sacramento or you know Detroit losing it could be one of those two as well but it's just like I said it's always exciting to see those kind of things accomplishments that that I always want to do my best and then keep going and and then hopefully, you know, like make playoffs and then make a run. You never know what's going to happen when, if we do make that. Well, they have, they have Joaquin Rivas on their squad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so with a deadly left foot, cause that's what I always term you as having a deadly left peg, de- deadly left foot, because that's what we, that was when you played for the Republic. That was the thing that they brought you in for because there weren't as many left foot left left footed shooters that were as like you you when you fired dude you know what you've got it's like on a rope you Mm. can't even see it if you're a goalkeeper it's it you've got probably one of the fastest drawbacks and fastest releases on a ball and you've you've mastered all the techniques where did you learn all that i mean i think i gotta give credit to my dad i mean he was the one that you know taught me many things and whatnot Although he's right-footed, I the left-footed, I think, I think even, a, I don't know, maybe I'm biased, but I think lefties have that some, somewhat a special thing in them or something like that, but just the way we <laughs> dribble or shoot, like, it's it's very unique. And, but I don't know, I don't know about the power. I think when I was little, I would always kick basketball, so maybe that's why it was heavier. So when I kicked the soccer ball, it was, it was easier for me. So that's, that's maybe one thing, but. No, it just came down to training and practicing every day. And then as a little kid, I always, I always did it. And, and, you know, I was able to keep going and then turn pro and then whatnot and things went well. And that's, that's outrageous. So you're going to be dealing, we talked a little bit and I know Jared, we were talking about time zone chains for this weekend because you're coming to Sacramento and you're traveling on Friday. Although I know you personally like to get settled in a little sooner traveling on Friday it's it's a three-hour time zone difference but you're gaining the hours so but you're going to be playing as though it was 10 p.m Miami mm-hmm. time so Jared what what was the question on that well I mean uh, it, it's definitely going to have an effect on the, on the mind but how do you believe the body's going going to react I mean obviously probably the earlier you leave that uh, gives you a little bit more time to adjust but uh, how do you believe that's going to help or hinder you on on Saturday? I mean, it's definitely going to take a little bit of toll on us, but I think, like I said, coming into this game mentally, I think we're prepared for it. It's just another obstacle that we have to conquer. And and then we've dealt with many harder things this year as far as like a coast change, you know, 
players getting sold or traded and like just a, it's it's just been a really roller coaster of up and downs this year for us and i think we've we've managed to stick together and and fight together and then you know we we've been able to somehow get into into a playoff position now and then like i said it comes down to one game and then hopefully it could be more after this but yeah definitely we got to make sure we rest as much as possible once we get there and then and and adapt quickly that's all that's all that we could really do so i want to know last time we spoke with you you're still playing with the tulsa and we know you're you're like a legend there at tulsa right i mean you've been there since uh they were the the roughnecks back in the day but how was it for you, especially now being with Miami for like a year to adapt to a new climate? I mean, I know the climate in Florida is a lot different probably than Oklahoma. And of course, the vibe is a lot different living in Miami versus uh, in Tulsa. But how was that for you? How was the adjustment like? With a wife and a baby. Yeah, it was, it was very, very difficult for me just because the Tulsa trade was like it caught me off guard. I didn't know nothing about it. My agent didn't know nothing about it. It happened from the next day. I was coming back from the national team and the next day I was traded. So I didn't have a say in yes or no. And I thought, you know, I was, my girlfriend was four hours away, baby in the way. I had just bought a house that year. So it was kind of like, you know, like a slap in the face for me. Cause I was just like, I can't believe this club is doing this to me, but you know, that's just business. That's what what it was. And then, in a way, it worked out for me because, you know, Miami is a better club. We've made, we made playoffs last year. They did it. And now we're in that same position that we can make playoffs and they're, they're not in playoffs again. So like, it's, it's, I don't know, maybe karma. I don't know. Who knows? I don't want to say that, but like, it's, it's been very difficult because I'm away from my, from my family. You know, I'm further away from my family in Las Vegas. I haven't seen my parents since January. I only get to see them five, six days of the year now instead of when I was on the West. I would see them when we go to Phoenix, Las Vegas, you know, even Sacramento, they drove up once. But it, it's been very difficult for me mentally, especially just because, you know, like having a baby and stuff like that. I'm missing all the, all the the big things and whatnot, watching her grow. And But as far as like the city-wise, you know, it's Miami. Like, I mean... It, that's all that's all compared to Tulsa I mean Tulsa is more of a family friendly thing I would say but <laughs> Miami is definitely more more to do and 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 just more of a live city so it's it's been nice and we're hoping to you know like I said make playoffs and hopefully make a run and and, and just enjoy it as as we as we go I'm sure it'll be it'll be it'll be a blast you know you had mentioned your parents came to Sacramento the last time you were up north are they coming this weekend they were thinking about it, but my sister can't get the days off. So she's usually the one that drives them. I know my, my dad doesn't want to make that nine hour drive, you know, so they, they really wanted to, they were thinking about it, but I don't, I don't think they are. Well, we'll think good thoughts for them. I'm sure they're going to be watching it on ESPN plus or yeah. they can stream it, you know, on fox40.com and then you, oh, but you'll get local market broadcasters. So remember Adam Moffitt? And of course, yeah, Rob McAllister, yeah. he's been there for forever. So Adam is oftentimes, you know, the commentator and then Rob is the host. So if they, if they use ESPN plus, they'll get the local, the local feed and, and you'll, you'll be able to watch it too, listening to the, your old friends. Who are you most excited about to, you know, to see again in Sacramento? Because you'll know a handful of the players. 
Yeah, I've talked to a couple of friends already, like Ivan Merkovich, you know, John John Gonzalez. Those guys have already texted me and whatnot. And but I'm just I'm just excited to play there again. Really, I think Sacramento for me was one of uh, I, that's where I started as a as a rookie, you know, and and I have many good memories there. And 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 it's it's always amazing to play there. And I think like many guys, I always talk like good stuff about it like they haven't played there i'm just like you're gonna love it trust me just the atmosphere the fans everything it's just it's just amazing and so i'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it i'm buzzing i wish the game was tomorrow already and I'm, <laughs> no i'm just i'm just looking forward to seeing every all those, all those friends that i had there and whatnot that's really good news that you're buzzing already but you know from a from a standpoint of we've already clinched and we're you know we're we're first in the west <laughs> You know, it's not like we're going to roll over on you or anything like that. Uh, you know, it's not like we're going to put in, you know, all the academy guys. So you're still going to have to expe- I don't expect you guys to. I know. <laughs> I know. And when, like like I said, we, it's something that we have to face. And then we have to, whatever's put in front of us, we have to we have to do it no matter what. So we still want points because it will affect if we advance into the the final. Let's just say we do at Sacramento. We mm-hmm. still want the points, so we still need three points. You need <laughs> three points. So this is really yeah. this is a this is going to be a heck of a competition, Joaquin. And I know you said that the team and you are mentally ready for all of this, but have you seen us play? Yeah, of course. I mean, there's a reason why you guys are top of the table. You already clinched the, the conference and whatnot. That's that's just Sacramento in, in a in a bubble. Like that's just every every year you're expected to make playoffs or a run or maybe even a championship. That's just that's that's what the club is. And and every and many people want to be a part of that, honestly. And and no, congrats to that. Congrats to the club. And but we're we're definitely ready to to challenge that for sure. How are you gonna get around Connor Donovan, Luis Felipe, <laughs> Jared Timmer? Shane Wheat, how are you? You have a left foot. How are you going to get around? I was going to. I was going to say, you know how my left foot. <laughs> 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 it's, it's what I have, and that's that's. I'll, I'll use it every single time. It's it works, I guess. <laughs> so so, how much flopping are we going to expect from you or any of the other players flopping in the box to try to draw that? <laughs> or you're going to do the run up and the shot. Oh. <laughs> hey, well. Maybe it won't turn out to that. Maybe it'll be something else. Dude, the referee uh, that we have for this weekend, he's known for cards, so don't hesitate to flop. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind when I'm in the box. <laughs> well, well, sh- well, Sharon, let's remember, he plays for Miami, not San Antonio. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. Oh, yeah. Dude. I don't even want to talk about when we played them there. Oh, dude, we... We just have like Jared has like a million memes for San- every time we hit up oh. against San Antonio. So it's it's we beat them. We beat them with a man down in the eighth minute, one zero. But oh my, the ref was like destroying like the game and just everything was against us. But oh well, we beat them. That's all that matters. So there's yeah. a ref, and Jared's gonna bring it up. There's a ref with your last name that we don't like, Melvin Rivas. Yeah, oh, you know who oh, I'm talking God, about. Melvin. Yeah, of course I do. Oh, Wait, is, is that going to be him? I don't think so. No, we don't. Oh, have no. Oh, okay. no, we we had him a couple of weeks ago, and of course, I was cursing up a storm here in here in Arizona with with every call he plainly missed or just yeah, called out out of pettiness. 
Yeah, I, I've got memes about him. So <laughs> some of them, some of them not uh, friendly to family ears. So I'll put it that way. <laughs> you know, but, now but, that yeah. I think of it, I don't think I've I've gotten ref by him since I've played maybe two three years ago. Somewhere in the West, I don't know, but I, I yeah. remember him a lot just because in Sacramento, you know. But it's, because it's funny because obviously he has my, like we have the same last name, so <laughs> right. It's like is he related? Yeah. Because I don't know, maybe is. maybe I'll ask my parents later. <laughs> I always we find also, a new relative every year. <laughs> and then any horrible ref after we always say has gone to the Melvin Riva School of Officiating because oh, they're man. horrible. It's, it's, well. I would uh, give the official name, but then we'd lose our family friendly rating. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a headache, but you know, what what can you do? Just but just keep on playing. That's exactly I was gonna say everything. It happens all people. over the world too, even with VAR. Like it's oh just my God. part of, it's part of the sport, I guess. Part of the sport. Yeah. yeah. So who are you following? Speaking of all over the world, who are you following in Europe? Any of the European leagues? Barcelona's my team. That's always been since I was a kid. Okay. Oh so, yeah, Barcelona. But I mean, I watch the mo- the league that I watch the most is EPL. Obviously, I think it's the most competitive one. Yeah, I, I think yeah. you're right there, and and their VAR screwed up against Liverpool. Well, you probably uh, saw that's yeah, that's like I I just don't get it. I I don't get how you can make in such a crucial game like that how you can make that error. Right. Yeah. But. Yeah. All very interesting. And Paul Buckle is still, you know, he'll still kind of spin through every now and again. And I, I know you remember him. And and because of that, we periodically get the royalty of Rebecca, you know, coming through. So yeah, that's Rebecca Lowe, yeah. I know you remember yeah. all of them. So is there anybody else in the Sacramento region? I know Yvonne. And are you looking forward to seeing Ro? Ro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, dang, I haven't played against them. Wow. I think since, the, no, I didn't even I think just when I was teammates with him, that's the last time I like that I oh, could probably, remember. I don't think I played probably, against him. And, no, probably not, not even when he was. Well, probably when he was uh, with an RGV, perhaps that, that one season. No, because I think I, I was in St. Louis. So I was in the East. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And wasn't that a COVID season or? Well, twenty twenty, we had him. Wait, we had him in COVID year, and then we lost him in twenty twenty one. We brought him back in twenty two. Yeah, so no, I haven't played against him. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice seeing him and playing against him. He's, I mean, outstanding player. You know, got to. He's definitely. I, I remember when he, we were teammates. I was like, "Damn, this guy is like, he's really, really good." <laughs> so. Yeah, that, yeah I that's think nice. That most players remember. A, about row was he was always the last one off the field because he was he would be practicing free kicks free kicks yeah always yeah. he has an outstanding right peg i mean so so yeah good i remember i remember him for sure yeah that's fun well we know of those free kicks from 2014 right so it paid off for sure that year yeah, to, exactly. to practice them yeah well, yeah. I, I want to take the conversation now back to the international stage, just because, like I mentioned, last time we had you here, you were at the hotel. Sharon still remembers it well. <laughs> we were just talking about it on, on Sunday that you were out traveling with the team. It was before your debut against Guatemala in the Gold Cup. And and then sure enough, we saw you score a goal. And that's why I, I brought back the whole, yeah. uh, we give good luck to players who are on here to, to score good goals. But Tell us more about what it was like just in general playing for El Salvador in the Gold Cup and, and scoring not just that one goal, but also two goals against Qatar, which, as we saw in the World Cup, I mean, they, they had a squad still. I mean, they, they weren't as weak as people thought. 
No, it's just, it was an unbelievable moment in tournament, obviously. I mean, who could have imagined, like, what, 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 especially that Qatar game? I think if I wasn't offside for maybe an inch or two, I think we would have tied it up, maybe even win the game. And no, it was just playing for the national team has been always an honor. And, and then hopefully I could keep getting called up in the future as well. And, and it's always, it's always something that I still can't believe till this day. It's, it's, it's very, very memorable for me and my family. And I hope to make more memories off of that. But that Gold Cup, I think for sure was one of the highlights of my career and, and whatnot. So yeah, I, I just hope I, I get many more of those. <laughs> I'm still upset I couldn't make it to that match because that match was literally up Loop 101 for me in Glendale, Arizona at the uh, State Farm oh, Stadium. Man. I mean, I would have loved to have been there, especially yeah. for, for that match. But, you know, it's not going to surprise me if you end up going back there again, either for a Gold Cup or any other El Salvador match. But, so, but I got to keep a tab on that because if it happens again this time, I am not going to miss it, especially since it's just <laughs> right up the road from me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it was definitely a surreal, surreal game. It was, man, but like I said, it was it would have been even better if we would have tied in and won that game. But yeah, yeah, especially playing at that stadium, right? Then they they just hosted the Super Bowl, right? If I'm not mistaken, recently. So yeah, this past February. Yeah, so that that's that's quite yeah. the, the the stadium. They're actually like drove by it too, Jared, as you know. So I, it's quite an amazing place to just look at from the outside too. <laughs> I think in one of those yeah. matches you also played against Mexico too, right? If I'm not mistaken. Right. It was the it was the third game. We lost one zero, but I think that game was the loudest game that mm-hmm. I've ever been a part of. Like when I tell you I couldn't hear the player next to me <laughs> whatsoever, it's it's the truth because it was just wow. Like everywhere you saw, you know, Salvadorians and Mexicans, it was just, wow. Like, to me, that was, like, unbelievable. My parents were there and everything. Like, it was just, it was a very memorable moment for all of us. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, they, they put us together and just, just that Latin vibrator and all that. It's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it's quite yeah. an atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter who, which country is playing against Mexico. If it's in the United States, it doesn't matter. It's all going to be, it's all going to be the Mexican crowd. Yeah, they definitely have one of the best fan bases in the world. They do. So, unless yeah. you're up in Minnesota, then it's not quite, quite as, quite as. It's, it's uh, too cold. It's too cold. It's too cold. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't say it. Yeah. No, cold. from what I hear, yeah. when Mexico plays El Salvador, the st- the stands are pretty even though. It's not as like heavy one sided to Mexico. There was, it, was that true, Joaquin? Like when you were on the pitch, like that it seemed in, pretty in even? In that game, yes. I would say I would say maybe sometimes it's more like a 60-40. Mexico has more, but that game I would say it was it was 50-50. Just from looking around and and just the noise and everything, the national anthems, everything was just like wow, like the whole place just vibrated like like you mentioned. That's amazing. Well, unless there are any more questions, anyone have any parting questions except for don't go Miami? I mean, go Miami. <laughs> Sorry. Well, well I, I, I got... I, yeah. Oh, go ahead, oh, Okay, well, I was just going to ha- have a fun question here. A hypothesis. Publix in, in Southern Florida decides to drop Messi for, if, or I should say, enter Miami for a sandwich. If Publix asks you to create a pub sub, what would you have on your pub sub? Fair question. 
The meat, definitely turkey. I'll say turkey, lettuce, tomato. Every I think everything except olives. I cannot stand olives. But a turkey simple sandwich, I would say. I don't go to Publix much, though. And maybe I should now that Messi obviously goes there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've converted both Luis and Sharon to pub subs uh, last year in Orlando, especially the cookies. I mean, I kept on hyping them on how good they are because I had gone to Jacksonville for work at the time yeah. in 2020 or, or so, or 2022, fairly recent. But then once they had their, uh, I think it was the chicken tender sub or so, yeah, they, they were hooked. In fact, the last time I went out to Tampa, Tampa in June, I brought home about six of them, including a couple of Cuban sandwiches, chicken tender subs, chicken cordon bleu. So, yes, I would definitely recommend going to to Publix for subs as well as their cookies. Well, I'll I'll, I'll look forward. I'll look into that then for sure. I know my my roommate, my roommate goes a lot. He always he even brings back sushi. And I'm like, where'd you get that? He's like Publix. I'm like, that looks really good. Yeah, their their food yeah. is amazing. They, they even have like like several different types of different cooked asparagus. I mean, they have like gour- really? gourmet ready to go meals. So Anyhow, definitely don't sleep on them. We, yeah, we, I'm more of a Costco and Trader Joe's type of guy. <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that one. Anyhow, yeah. we just go into the State of the Food podcast as opposed <laughs> to State of the Republic podcast. <laughs> Every time it happens. So Jared did. <laughs> You know, now I have to ask pupusas or tacos, which is better? Anyhow, or, never mind. Oh, is that pupusas. even a question, Sharon? Pupusas. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but Luis said that there's a taco. <laughs> he said he tried a pupusa, yeah. which is like not saying oh. what you think you're saying. Yeah, that was here in Phoenix when Luis was here back in June. They have quite a few food trucks uh, in the uh, new location for Phoenix Rising FC right by the airport. And mm-hmm. yes, there was a food truck that actually has a putaco. And that, even I told him, I don't know, that sounds a little <laughs> offensive to me. <laughs> yeah, a, that name maybe needs to be changed, but yeah, it's, I'm sure I'm sure it's, it's very a, good. It's a pupusa taco. Okay, okay. So you can't make up your I mind. Yeah. You know? <laughs> No, I, I must say it was pretty good. So, like, whatever they have going on there, I was like, okay, you guys, you guys nailed it with that. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was actually a pretty creative name, I have to say. I think it, it's definitely memorable. I'll never forget yeah. that. Hey, I remember that when I go to Phoenix, I'm like, I'm gonna search it up and be like, Pitaco. <laughs> yeah, just just let just let me know. I, I'll I'll go and grab it for you. And next time you play here in Phoenix, oh, okay. <laughs> sounds good. So, Luis, any more questions, or do we need to let this man go? Yeah, so I had a one more question and then a comment as well to follow up with that. But just for the people who are going to the game, unfortunately, I'm not going to the game. I have something else that I have to do that day. But what are some players, aside of yourself, right? Because we know uh, people are going to be looking out for you and all that. But what are some players that our Sacropolic fan base should be on the lookout for as, as we're out there watching the game? <laughs> I mean, like I said, I think our team, our team is just in, like individually. I would say we're not like obviously like the the greatest and whatnot, but when we come together as a team, that's what makes us really strong and good. And then I think that's what it comes to many teams that like sometimes you have that one player, but if you don't have somebody else to back him up, it's it's he can't do as much as as he would want to. But no, I, I have faith in, in in our team and whatnot, and and what what we're doing right now. And like I said. Hopefully, hopefully Detroit lose because I think they played before us. Hopefully they lose. And then, you know, it, it was, it, we're still going to try and win. Like you said, like, I know you guys want the three points as well, but hopefully they lose and then we clinch and then 
it could be more of a stress reliever for us too. <laughs> there you go. I think what Walker just answered the question, Luis, was he's not going to single out any particular player, except for himself, of course, we're <laughs> focused in on as fans. He wants us to focus in on the whole team, but we're all going to be focused in on Joaquin and his left foot. Okay, so yeah, we're... <laughs> We yell at our defenders to watch out for different things. So we're actually going to be screaming to Jared, watch his left foot. So with your right foot, you're going to catch us all off guard. Yeah, I was going to say, watch me score my right. <laughs> Which I haven't this year. So maybe surprise, surprise. That's it, it could happen. There could be a rebound too, right? You shoot and then it hits someone. And, yeah. You never and then know. That... If it comes to my right, I, I'll shoot it, but it won't be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, i do have to say so in the event that like detroit does actually win their match tampa bay actually pay, plays at 4 30 so if tampa bay loses really all we have to play for is just to end the regular season with the win but we'll already be classified as number two overall in usl okay. no matter what so we're rooting for louisville so that way when we get to your game when we get to the game at 7 30 because that game's at 4 30 p.m uh, pacific right. time we like you said all we're gonna have to play for is just for for just for fun basically at that point and just to be all good for playoffs but so <laughs> there's two scenarios right there so it's not just you guys yeah, but there's, also... a, there's a lot but yeah we just you know we just got to go in there with the with the right mentality and hope for the best you know now it, it is a sold out yeah. game which you probably have already seen too so uh... it's good it's because messi's gonna be there you didn't know <laughs> oh, <God>. yeah <laughs> oh yeah Totally. Everybody's just everybody's just going there to see Messi for less than forty dollars. Uh, that is a ticket. I'm sure some place. I'm sure some people probably think that too. No, and oh, it's yeah. so. And we have basically anytime anybody writes, "Oh, good, I get to go see Messi." My emoji is the clown emoji to answer oh, that man. person. It's like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. you got to be dumb, anyhow. Yeah, you're not yeah. a soccer fan if you think it's messy. And yeah. he's in international duty too. So, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, all kinds of things. But we do have a friend that's going to be counting all the pink jerseys out there and and trying to see how many they'll count. I think uh, Jared Shern said twenty twenty four. I said twenty two. So we all have like a guess on. <laughs> yeah, we got the over. We got the over under as far as adult uh, messy kits at twenty. Personally, I don't want to count the kids ones because you know like, they're they're just getting into soccer. It's the adults that should know who who's playing where. Dude. Right. So speaking of names on back of jerseys, there's a gentleman that sits in front of me who has a Rivas jersey on, and I know that's not his last name, and it it's your number. And I asked him, I started quizzing him, and I said, "Do you know which country he played for?" He didn't know. It was like, I wonder if it was a gift to him or just what, but he didn't know a whole lot about you. So I schooled him and I felt really good about that, you know, because when you played nationally, you know, your country you played for, but he sits in front of me in section 105. And so I am going to have to let him know that you're on the field. So if the, if a dude with a Rivas jersey comes up to you, you'll know it was because- What I, jersey was it? Huh? I, I'm what jersey? If it was an old school or if it was our first Nike, first year Nike, I think it might be first year Nike. Not, it's not a lotto kit. I don't think it's lotto, but it's, yeah, it's lotto. I was number 25, Nike, I was number seven. Yeah, I think it's, I yeah. think it was a kit. But yeah. I just thought it was so funny, you know, to see it. And, and every time I see him, you know, it's, it reminds me of you <laughs> always. Yeah. So, 
Well, one last comment too. Uh, looking forward to Saturday. So we have a contest here on on the show, and Sharon, Jared, and I. Uh, well, Sharon and I said two one Sac Republic win. Jared said three two Sac Republic win. So either way, <laughs> oh, first, we we don't like getting scored on. If if we do get scored on, we hope that the the goals come from you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. Yeah, safe. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna have to uh, disagree. I mean, like I said. <laughs> We we want the win. We need the win, and I think we're gonna fight till the end. You know, so and that's uh, what we all predicted. Close results too. So we're, we're yeah, we're with you. Yeah. On that. So either way, Joaquin's gonna get yet another brace. I mean, the the man might as well have DDS <laughs> behind his day with as many as he's gotten this year. There yeah, I and I finally got the hat trick. I was just like, man, I've gotten so many braces. I just can I just get a hat trick? It was just like it finally happened. So I was thankful for that. <laughs> oh, and you kept the ball right tradition right right yeah okay right. it's still okay i was like i'm just still yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna frame that when i go back home so it's gonna <laughs> well congratulations on all of that and having just a wonderful season yourself you know as far as and being a team leader people are looking up to you on that squad and it's it's nice to know that you started here in sacramento and and we've been following you we you know so glad you use social media so that we can follow you better you know yeah yeah no, and then no. Thank you guys so much, and I mean, I hope to see you all there, except Luis, because I know Lisa's not going to be there. No, I, I, I'm excited, like I said, and then no, I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Well, on that note, good luck to you, your girlfriend, your little baby daughter, and everybody. You know, mm-hmm. on on making the next move. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you so much, and yeah, we're excited for 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 what's what's next as well. So we'll we'll see. <laughs> Excellent. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Anna. Good luck on Saturday still. May the best team win. <laughs> thank you, Luis. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye, Joaquin. Good to see you. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, once again, thank you to Joaquin Rivas for being on the podcast for the second time. Really appreciate it, especially in the week leading to the game and in such a critical game or potentially a critical game, right? Because, of course, we'll see what happens with uh, Detroit earlier in the day and and we'll see if uh, Tampa Bay ends up losing. So that way we're already set in stone in second place there. What do you guys think? Hey, I think it's great. I just, you know, I'm really looking forward to Saturday and it was a great interview. It was really good catching up with Joaquin. I, you know, it feels like old home week. And at the end of the day, Go Republic. That's <laughs> a great interview. It's been too long since we last heard from Joaquin. But, uh, you know, I've got good confidence he, he's going to get into the playoffs. I mean, Detroit City, look where they're at in the standings. They're going to be playing against Pittsburgh. And I mean, even we had a tough time with Pittsburgh. I, I don't see Detroit City winning. So pr- pretty much just put it in the books that uh, Joaquin and Miami are going into playoffs, win, lose, or draw. Yeah, that's what we're hoping as well, that when the match happens, that they're already qualified. So <laughs> that way we see a more uh, relaxed match, I think, on on both sides, too. And us being in second place, of course. Well, one last thing, everyone. We really want to thank everyone who sent us in those uh, messages, the code phrase, podcast winner dinner, in that contest that we had. We had a good amount of responses, and unfortunately, some people weren't able to win. But hey, we thank you so much for your support, as always, for tuning in. And, you know, like I always say, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for that listen number that that we see just go up week by week and and all that. So greatly appreciate that, y'all. 
All right. Well, if you're going to the game on Saturday, we'll see you there. If you're watching on TV, as always, uh, tune in in the usual Fox 40 and ESPN Plus platforms. The game starts at 7 p.m. against Miami FC, not Inter-Miami, despite if you Google Miami FC, the other Miami shows up, which is a shame, but <laughs> I guess everyone's in the Inter-Miami craze uh, at the moment. So have a good night, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next week here on State of the Republic podcast. Cue the music. <laughs>